Hello, you're listening to the Channel Orange Radio Show, hosted by me, Sam, and my co-host, Maddie. I sincerely hope you all made it through our week off without struggling for music to listen to. Two weeks off. Was it two weeks off? Yeah. What do we... Oh, it was two weeks <laughs> off, yeah. Um, anyway, last week we had my picks of music, so it's kind of like, you know, one and a half weeks yeah. off, sort of. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, for anyone new, going to just explain the concept again. Not that complex, but got to do it. Uh, basically, we're going to pick, uh, well, we'll pick one album and we'll compare it to the Guardian's album of the week. And our guest, who is shortly to be announced, um, will decide which one's better and we'll listen to some songs along the way. So, our guest is my flatmate, Liv. She has great taste in music. She's from Manchester. <laughs> Thank yes, you for that's debatable. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I've got uh, high hopes for this. Manchester's a home of lots of good music. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, very much so. And um, hopefully that'll be reflected Actually, in... don't you have a high level in piano? You're a, music... <laughs> a musician yourself. Uh, not exactly high. I have grade six. I wouldn't really call that as high. Grade six pretty high. Yeah. It's higher than my one in guitar, so... Uh, maybe we should have recommended Liv's album. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Today our albums are going to be... Uh, our pick is Cosmo Pike's Just Cosmo. We're cheating a bit there because it's an EP, but... You know, we, I feel we, like we, if there's at least five songs, exactly. it, could, it could be a small album. And we don't listen to enough songs for it to be a problem that we're doing an EP. Yeah. Um, and besides, it fits really well with the Guardians album this week. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing it. Uh, and the Guardians album is Arlo Parks' Collapse in Sunbeams. This week's going to be really good on both sides. I'm scared and pleased yeah. because we've got some competition at last. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode because it's going to be close. Uh, we will be listening to Cosmo Pike's album first. Um, you'll have to wait with bated breath once again to see how I'm going to connect these two albums but I think when you hear them it's such a strong connection yeah Yeah. it's not really as tenuous as it usually is Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah Liv um, do you have a favourite song on Cosmo Pike's album? I do actually I prefer the um, Chronic Sunshine which is the second song on the album it's actually my favourite by quite quite a way really? yeah I think it's quite considerably better than the rest Mm, that was the song I heard first by him, yeah. which then made me listen to the EP. I think I heard it in a cafe, and I shazammed it in public, and it was kind of embarrassing, <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. glad I did. Yeah, and you showed it to me as well, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how I found mm-hmm. it, yeah. Um, it's a, re- a really good song, and I do think it's probably better than the rest, just because it's more of like a kind of pop song. Like, I don't mean it's a mm-hmm. pop song, but it, it, the others are more jazzy and kind of, you know, they're, they're more something you enjoy listening to when you listen to the album, but you then don't listen to on repeat. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I you'll, really you'll see they're all good songs anyway, uh, and I've been listening to more than just Conic Sunshine. Um, I think it's his, it's his top song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he brought mm-hmm. it out as a single as well. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a least favourite song? Um, not in particular, but I wasn't a massive fan of the last song in the album. Okay. Um, the one with the poetry at the start. Right, mm, right, okay. Not, not my favourite thing. I do prefer the music rather yeah, than the yeah, poetry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I still think it's kind of a gimmick. It's kind mm. of, I, they do it for the effect. Yeah. Kind of sound I cool. don't think, I don't know. It, it wasn't necessarily poetry either, to be fair, on this one. The other one was more poetry. This was right. more like a, um, a bit of talking at the start, but <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of bugged me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think already that's a similarity between the two, as you said, because mm. the first song on Arlo Parks is poetry, mm. which I think is a better thing, because get out the way and then just listen to the rest of the album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, they both kind of, uh, albums trying to be smart, you know, which mm-hmm. I think they both succeed in doing. Um, I'd say Arlo Parks has better lyrics, but the music is more yeah. interesting for... I mean, yeah, I think her lyrics are definitely more thoughtful than his. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but I think it's it. they are good albums to compare because this is uh, Arlo Parks' first album. 
and I believe it's Cosmo Pike's first EP. Yeah. He brought out singles before. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're both, you know, statements of intent. Yeah. Um, bearing that in mind, is there anything you think he could have done better uh, as his first kind of foray into the music world, trying to impress people? Is there anything you think he could have done to make it more impressive? Um, well, it was quite short. I know it is only an EP, yeah. but there wasn't really a lot to think about there. Um, I can't think of anything in particular. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's that much that you could change about it, yeah, besides th- pro- just producing more. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think probably what it was is there was hype after the Connick Sunshine release, um, the single, uh, and so probably he wanted to just churn out an EP mm-hmm. quickly so that kind of he wouldn't lose his momentum. So that's probably why I didn't do a full album. I don't think mm-hmm. he has the same help as Arlo Park, so I think he does a lot of mm-hmm. the things by himself, so we probably... yeah didn't have time, didn't have the resources to right. make a lot of music. Right. Who was it who I think Phoebe Bridgers contributed to the album. Uh, and there were some other artists. Phoebe as well. Bridgers. I'm, I'm pretty sure to Arlo Parks. I think to... so, yeah. Because on the <gasps> deluxe crazy. edition one of her songs is on there. Interestingly enough for the Channel Orange podcast, Frank Ocean's Ivy is on the deluxe edition of Arlo Park's album. <gasps> Weirdly, she just included it on there. Um so yeah that's a plus for me. Um but yeah, uh, I think an interesting thing about Cosmo Pike is how diverse his interests are uh, and his influences. Um, he said he's influenced by uh, the Kooks and Tyler the Creator, mm. which is quite a rogue combination. Yeah. You like yeah. the Kooks? I, I like the Kooks. Tyler the Creator is a bit of a random I know, one to yeah. batch with the Kooks. Yeah, yeah, but I guess it's kind of like indie mixed with R and B. Is I guess mm. what he's trying to say there. Um, but yeah, Arlo Parks as well. I can't remember the artist she said, but they both have artists from a lot of different countries who are influenced. She said them. Frank Ocean. Definitely she said Frank one. Ocean. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And she's also um, mixed heritage um, from uh, Europe and uh, where Nigeria. Now? Nigeria, I think yeah. it is. And Chad, I think. Um, and Chad, that's mm-hmm. it. Um, but she was obviously brought up in Britain. Um, so they both have really diverse interests, uh, influences, sorry. Um, do you think, because um, this kind of made me think as well, they both sound. Um, at least Arlo Park's album sounds like a British R&B album, you know mm. what I mean? Um, and Cosmo Pike sounds like an American one. You can kind of tell the difference, I'd say. You can kind of see the Tyler, the creative, and it's more like synths and production heavy and Conic Sunshine, whereas it's more stripped down the British one. Um, but I do think kind of with these global influences happening more because kind of the world's opening up with more globalization, social media, the boundaries are breaking down. Um, do you think we're going to kind of see an end of like, British music and American music, or do you think it's it'll kind be of like all like one exactly, homogenized yeah. kind of? Which type I think would be a shame. I hope not, because um, I quite like having the distinct different things. You get more of a variety. If everyone's doing the same thing, then you lose yeah. that. You lo- use that special nature. Right, you, know, you lose um, your Manchester. Scene, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I hope not, but I could. I can see that you know starting to happen. Mm. I mean, we've seen that with K-pop. We've talked about yeah, that before. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You see mm-hmm. so many genres mixing. Like, I was on a, a friend's podcast recently, and he was basically showed me this British drill song, which is an American genre originally. Mm. Um, and you see kind of all these overlaps now, um, and it, it's happening in so many genres. I do think it's a shame. There's positives to it um, in that you get new takes on old genres. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, you can tell some songs try to maintain their kind of identity of, right, of where they come right. from. And, but just like take influence from other places, mm. which I think is always nice. But. I do think you end up with a kind of mix because there's the people who end up as a product of social media making more like global music, which isn't distinctly British or distinctly American. But then in response to that, you get people who make like really, really, yeah. really British <laughs> albums. You know, like Slow Tie, Nothing Great About Britain is like talked about British culture. You know, you'd hear it and mm. it's got such a strong accent as well. So you end up with this kind of two sides of it. Um, and I'm not sure which one I'd rather... 
Um, but I think these albums kind of, they have a good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got global influences, but you can tell where they're from. Yeah. I think one interesting thing is how old Cosmo Pike is. He's yeah. only 18. It's crazy. I think that's 18. Wow. It's really impressive, yeah. But also his voice doesn't sound like he's 18. No. Like when I listen to it, I'm, I feel like it's like a 40-year-old man or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Arlo Parks is young as well. Um, not as young, but they've got yeah, a lot she's of, 20. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got a lot of potential. Um, Liv, what do you think they both ought to do to kind of realise their potential? Like, what's the next step? We'll go with Cosmo Pike first. Like, should he bring out an album, or do you reckon it's to like kind of wait till COVID over do a tour? Because I think it's really hard for young bands to kind of know what to do right now with COVID. I think right now an album's definitely the way to go. I think mm. tours are too unpredictable. Maybe do a few festivals even. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you've got your tickets for festivals yeah, now. Yeah, I've got right? my my tickets booked. Um, yeah, no, I think definitely a new album's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, save the tour until he's got a bit more music because he's going to do, what, a tour with five, five songs? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and do you, think, um, do you think he should kind of stick to his guns in terms of style or do you think he should try and develop and change the kind of his style of music? Because that's another difficult thing with young bands. We spoke about sports mm-hmm. team. Um, and they haven't changed much since their first EP um, to their first album. Um, there's some differences, but they've kind of kept the same style. Um, but then there's bands like, you know, The Killers, who've been around for ages, and they went kind of electronic and everyone hated it. Mm, yeah. So I don't know, what do you guys think about, you know, whether you should try and change or... I think maybe just a bit more variety, because obviously I really like the Chronic Sunshine one, but I did yeah. feel like the other songs on the album were quite similar to each right, other. So maybe yeah. a little bit more variety yeah. to, to what he's putting out there. I, to me, he feels like the type of person that won't change his t- his music. Though mm. I feel like he's quite yeah yeah you're true right. to like what he produces. And I think it's hard when you when you become successful and you know it's hard to say whether he's successful yet, but he's kind mm. of getting well known for an eighteen year old at least. It's hard when you get famous when you're young. Kind of it feels like a big step to then try and completely change everything which got you famous in the first place. Yeah, and I think um, he is trying to make his own record label, so he won't be influenced by oh, is he? an outside record label, yeah. What, what what do you know about that? I hadn't heard about that. So it's called uh, Pike Rec, I think. Pike Rec. Pirate something. And it was named after his great-grandfather, oh. who was a prisoner of war in Germany and escaped and developed a kind of technology that, that you're supposed to use for... Um, aircraft carriers and then oh. but at that point they'd already won the war so Churchill <laughs> didn't have a use yeah. for it but um Pike was inspired by his great-grandfather that's a crazy kind of story yeah. yeah I guess he's mm-hmm. trying to kind of keep he wrote this on his website this. oh really mm-hmm. wow don't hear that very often yeah um I think it's been enough discussion now we've got to try one say, of the songs yeah we need to play a song um well it's just because the discussion's so good you know we've been wrapped up in it um but we're going to go with Chronic Sunshine, yeah, I think, because it's pretty much all of our favourites. Um, I don't want to give the impression the other songs aren't good. I really like them. Mm-hmm. We will listen to some more. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a standout song. Um, so this is Chronic Sunshine by Cosmo Pike. Because I've had enough of all this controversy I've been affected and I can't lie that shit quite frankly bothers me she said you're the man I'm on together and I'm having doubts We won't hurt you or all your plans Paraphernalia and contraband I wasn't loud to, I was proud to come 
Jones and fuckeries in my life. All I'm saying is that's not me. It could be you for all eternity. Crying sunshines forever. Chronic Sunshine by Cosmo Pike. Yes, Liv, um, I've heard you're a Beanock in Manchester, <laughs> and I was just wondering what your favourite Manchester band was. A Beanock in Manchester, that's quite a um, term to give me, though. <laughs> okay, so it'd be Beanem, big name in Manchester. <laughs> um, so, 
I guess you could go for something like Oasis, but is that a very basic answer to give? Should I give you something a little bit I mean, more? I think sometimes basic things aren't wrong. Yeah, They're basic because everyone agrees with you. It's a convincing I mean, answer, but mm-hmm. yeah. I do, I do like Oasis then, I have to say, mm. but to give you a slightly more underground um, Manchester band, The K's at the minute, I'm quite a fan okay. of. Okay. They don't have an album yet, but they've got quite a few good singles. I would recommend All right, them. so you've got a small, a small, small I think challenging of Oasis. Small but growing, small okay. but growing. Okay. <laughs> um, what would you say is your favourite song from each of them? Just as a, I guess it wouldn't, for a race, not really a recommendation. Most people have heard it, but. The K's, though. Um... Sarah, is it Sarajevo you pronounce it, Maddie? I sent yeah. it to Maddie to listen to I the other day. I think I've heard of this actually. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. Say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Sarajevo. I might have sent it to you as well. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I think you it's might one of my favourite songs. You're trying to make it. them grow. I'm yeah. <laughs> spreading them around, helping. Do them you out. have a stake in this band? Got to keep that on the down low. Is that illegal? All right. Um, so, I think we've got to listen to one more song by Cosmo Pike at the minimum before we yeah. move on. I mean, um, my f- second favourite is probably. Wish You Were Gone, you Wish said. You Were Gone, yeah, yeah, sorry. I was yeah. just thinking of it. Why is that? Um, mm, I mean, just me, that's just my second favourite one on the, on the album. Yeah. I can't yeah. really differentiate it, honestly. I, mean, I probably you... like it so much because it sounds like Chronic Sound. Right, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Would you say it's also kind of more poppy than the other ones, or do you think it just stands out? It's more It's more mellow than Chronic Sunshine. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. What are you, Liv? It's actually also my second favourite, personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so long as it doesn't have any spoken things in it, then I'm yeah. kind of down for the Well, I think we all agree on that, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's an easy decision again. Yeah. Um, Did you have another one you yeah, liked? I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's that one. Okay, say, yeah. I mean, I kind of, the other ones I also enjoyed, but as I said earlier, um, I didn't save them. You know, they were more just things I heard and was like, oh, that's nice, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and I think as well, as a young artist, I think as he progresses, he'll take that kind of jazzy sound and put it to kind of, less experimental use like it kind of i feel like when you're starting off you experiment and then you develop it into a full kind of sound mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which i feel like he's done with Connor. he Sunshine. went to um like music like a, a music university in oh, really? so he i think he has oh, had yeah. quite a lot of teaching yeah um, but i think the, um i think i heard Ar- and arlo parks didn't no yeah no but i think he hated it he went to an art school um and he said he hated it um but after he left he was like oh thank goodness i did that like mm-hmm. it really benefited him um, anyway, yeah. I mean, it kind of shows what, what music education actually right, does and, right. like, how you can actually get yeah. to be somewhere without yeah, it. I mean, maybe I'd be as good as him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, yeah, this is uh, Wish You Were Gone um, by Cosmo Pike.
Wish You Were Gone by Cosmo Pike. We're going to move on from that EP now, um, which was described by Cosmo as spacey, beautiful, and lazy. And we're going to move on to Arlo Parks' Collapse. Honestly, I would describe her album as that as well. I was going to say, I think it's exactly the same, but slightly less lazy. Um, Less lazy, um, more soft, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Liv, what did you think of Collapse and Sunbeams? Don't tell us comparatively to Cosmo Pike yet. We'll save that for later, but just in isolation. I mean, all round, I was actually quite a big fan of this album really yeah i there were several songs that i really did enjoy mm-hmm. um and i have been playing them on re- like a couple on repeat since oh, really? yeah. yeah me too actually <laughs> i think i might be in love with her also <laughs> yeah i'm a big fan of the album i i'd say it's maybe the best one we've had from yeah, the guardian so for sure. far um mm-hmm. i think what's happened is it's reached the 10th episode and they've kind of been checking their scores with us and they're like yeah we've got pulled out of the bag yeah um so yeah, I, I'm a big fan of it. Um, just what, what do you do? You think it's the best album we've done so far? Well, not we've yes. done. Yeah. 
The only one that rivals it, which I feel like I was too harsh on in the episode, I actually love it, <laughs> was uh, Gorilla's Song Machine. I really liked. Yeah, you, um, put, you have that. been playing that quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's brilliant. It's, it's all was, kind of music. We did a, a disco one, or like second episode. That was as well. good. I quite like that as well. Yeah, not Maloko, her single album, her sorry solo album, right? Yeah. I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, that, that was, <laughs> that was good. good yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that was more like I enjoyed it at the time, but it didn't endure. Like I still, I don't listen to no. that anymore. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like I will still listen to this in a while. And, and I this still is, she's definitely going to release more music yeah. as well. Like this is her first album. She definitely has more coming. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely a strong one to go with first. Yeah, mm-hmm. a good album mm-hmm. to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, do you have a favorite song on it, Liv? Um, I have a couple of favorites, really? but I think my ultimate favorite would be "Too Good." Too good. Yeah, yeah. I um, agree. That should one we... stood out for me as well, actually. Should we play it? Yeah, I think I think so. Um, it's the instrumentals in this are so good, um, and the voice is great as well. Not unique to this song, that the voice is amazing and all that. Mm-hmm. I just think it really stood out on this one. Um, there's a nice bass, so watch out for that as well. Um, this is Too Good by Arlo Parks. I bought you breakfast, then you started your rings. The air was fragrant and thick with our silence. I held my breath as something deep inside pinched. I touched the bump on your wrist. You were born with watching you trying to push away. It hurts when you see it coming. You're too proud to tell me that you can. Watching you trying to push away. It hurts when you see it coming. Never use your words to show you can. I think you know it. Too cool to show it. Make yourself good. You're too good to be true. I 
That was Too Good by Arlo Parks from her album Collapse and Sunbeams. Um, Maddie was just pointing out to me like how prominent her London accent is in this. Um, I really like that. I, lo- I personally really like vocalists when if you even heard like one second of their like voice, you'd be mm. like, oh, that's them. I, th- yeah. I think a good example is like Jarvis Cocker's voice is really like, like the way he sings is very mm. unique. You know, John Lennon's voice stands yeah. out. It is kind of interesting because sometimes like as a Canadian, I sometimes can't tell if someone's British when they right, sing because it's like... Right. We kind of just all sound and, the same. And I'd say British artists mock American act, like they kind of copy. Yeah, it exactly. Lot. Yeah, mock. <laughs> I'm, I'm more like, yeah, they, they do that too, but mm-hmm. I'm more meant like mimic. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that really stands out. Did that offend you as someone from Manchester before? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, no. I wasn't too bothered by that. But I didn't some, notice it quite as much as yeah. I don't think I noticed it quite as much as you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever mm-hmm. find it hard to listen to music which has a really strong accent or is it more of an attraction for you? No, I think it's more of an attraction. It makes really? it a little bit different, yeah. a little bit out there. I'm trying to think if there's anyone. I have in the past, I lo- like a lot of Scottish artists, but... Oh, dear. I'm, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I like a lot of Scottish artists. Um, but there's one which, for some reason, I don't actually think it's a Scottish accent. I think it's the way he sings. I find Biffy Clyro, I find the voice in that those hit their songs really annoying for I some reason. Proclaimers have quite a strong accent. But I like it. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. their accent. Um and uh who's another one? Uh the Beta Band. I really like them. They're from Scotland. Um mm. but for some reason yeah it puts me off their songs a bit. Um I have like <laughs> Is that some not a bit harsh though? No, I think it's I don't think it's to do with the accent. I think maybe that's a part of it, but it's more just kind of they write quite forceful songs and I don't find his voice mm. that forceful. Um <laughs> But yeah, I think it's great on this album. I really like her accent. Mm-hmm, I think it mm-hmm. sounds brilliant. Um, in spite of that, though, did a song stand out for you that you didn't like? I mean, is there one that's not on repeat in, in yours and Maddie's house? I mean, once again, the poetry. I'm right. just... I can't come to terms with it. It's kind of annoying. So I can understand not liking it. I mean, it, you kind of often need to skip it. But did you actually <laughs> find it, like, n- like annoying? To yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when I want to listen to music, it's music, not yeah. poetry that I want to listen to. Yeah. So um, I think it was... We speak about this a lot with the skips and stuff, don't mm. we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was Black Dog that had quite a significant portion of mm. poetry at the start. That was actually my favourite song initially. Really? And then I started to, like, do good more. Yeah. But I do, I do see your point, especially when you're not someone that's really into poetry yeah a black dog was actually praised praised quite sorry my team's just going off at the moment. <laughs> um, might be missing a tutorial <laughs> I don't think so. um yeah no black dog is actually uh one people have praised a lot i mm. liked it but i do agree it kind of it depends on the mood you're in but if you're kind of in a mood which sometimes i am when i'm listening to the guardians album depending on their pick where you just <laughs> want to get through it it's a bit like oh you know come on yeah, um, yeah. but for me here it, did, it didn't bother me too much um mm. but it, w- it won't be one i play I personally just think it would be better without the poetry. Yeah. 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 The song on its own is a good song. Mm. This might be controversial, but sometimes I think poetry is really cringy. Mm. And I'm like, when poetry yeah. is in a song, you can't actually really hear it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like lyrics that are poetic, mm. you can't really hear because right. there's like... I find that it often takes a lot of lessons to take notice yeah, of it. exactly. Um, I mean, I, I'm not saying hers is cringy, though. I no, think I, I Of think anything, she probably has really yeah. nice lyrics, yeah. Um, the only reason I really noticed the lyrics is because I read the... Guardians review before and they put so much emphasis on them mm-hmm, so I was mm-hmm. consciously trying to listen and she to does it. talk about some kind of controversial I mean not yeah, controversial but not, like yeah, just important yeah. topics exactly, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um yeah a lot of things about you know very supportive LGBTQ she's yeah, mm-hmm. bi right I she think. is bi um a bi queen <laughs> um yeah and I think what's the song which really referenced that I think it's Green Eyes talks about that oh, a lot yeah that's actually another one um, of my favorite songs yeah that I love that mm-hmm. the lyrics in that were brilliant um, yeah. Were you a fan of that one, Liv? Did it sound I out was, at all? Yeah, I did yeah. like that one. 
Um, should we play that one? I think we've got time to play quite a few of these. Yeah, you only did two Cosmo Pike yeah. ones, mm-hmm. um, which isn't a statement of how bad the album is, just shorter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, this is Green Eyes by Arlo Parks. Advice, listen out for the lyrics. It's mm-hmm. the strong point of the song. reading uh there were quite a few reviews about this because it was pretty hyped um and i think i think music reviewers love to talk about artists with their first album because it feels like they're getting on the bandwagon before anyone else does and they, they can yeah. kind of be oh i discovered them or whatever um okay. which we're going to claim we're doing or they so. can make judgments as <laughs> yeah, well yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so i was actually reading a pitchfork review um and he doesn't seem to be trying to do this he seems to be saying you know everyone else is jumping on the bandwagon this isn't actually any good uh he well he yeah seriously um i mean he didn't say it was bad but i think what he said was it sounds like the kind of thing you'd hear in a coffee shop 
nod your head to and then forget all about. I think that's ridiculously that's, harsh. That was what I was hoping you'd say. I disagree. Um, and in fact, we have empirical evidence that that's not the case with the Cosmo Pike album because you heard it in a coffee shop, exactly. nodded your head and do remember it. Yeah, and now um, we're doing it on the show. Yeah, um, but I definitely don't think that applies to um, to Collapse and Sunbeams. It's so memorable and the lyrics are so striking. You like. I could see if you were like busy at a coffee shop and you yeah, weren't paying attention. Yeah, but that's the case with almost anything. It, you know, know yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the lyrics are too striking and it, it's too kind of is too unique as well. And maybe the accent would help as well. You'd hear that and it would stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, in spite of that though, I mean, do you think it could have been more assertive? Not assertive, like, I don't know. Um, like it's, more it's, emphatic maybe. It's, it's, it is kind of, you can imagine it being played as background music. Do you think that's a weakness or do you think that's part of the point? I think there's quite a lot of benefit for it to being played as background music as well, though. Like, mm. that's a good way to get heard. Yeah. You know, yeah, if, yeah. You, if people are willing to play it in coffee shops, some music you really can't play in a coffee shop. It's just, right, it's yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. not appropriate. Mm. But then it's just more exposure for her, isn't it, mm. really? Yeah, and I find music like that you can play more throughout the day. Mm. Like, I'm not going to want to listen to some hardcore rock in the morning yeah, unless it's your yourself, grunge playlist. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, or even, so, yeah, or late at night even when you kind of want something just, like, Nice and yeah. easy to listen to. Yeah. Or even when you're studying, I feel exactly, like this is yeah. ap- applicable for like mm. so many mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. yeah, it's funny actually. I, I feel like I've told people before that I listen to a certain artist when studying, and they see it as like an insult. But I think it's like the highest praise because exactly, yeah. you're studying music players you listen to every day so often, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of it has to be good enough that you never get tired of it, and it can't be kind of annoying in any way because yeah. when you're working, obviously you're not in the best mood or whatever. You know, you're not exactly. Yeah. You know, a little annoying thing in a song is going to get on your nerves. Um, so, like, for me, I listen to Pink Floyd when I work. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not an insult to them in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, it's instrumental, uh, and that's why I, I do it. To be but... fair, though, I think they would be offended if they found out. They definitely would. <laughs> um, but a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah. Um, is there another song you, you two want to play? Um, I mean, one that I really liked was Caroline, uh, stood out for me. Um, mm. the, I kind of liked, like, her voice was really breathy on this song in, like, a really good way. Like, mm. it, you know, you, it kind of felt really emotional. Um, you kind of hear that on Eugene as well. Eugene um, is her top song, and I was going to say that's actually my least favourite really? on the album. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like it. It didn't stand out for me. It was no. on the bottom half of me, um, but it did have that nice breathy quality as well. I think I was good. maybe just judging it because it was supposed to be her, like, best song Maybe, because yeah. it had the most listens yeah. I, but then I was just like why yeah mm-hmm. yeah um I think as well I don't know if you noticed this she does all these really nice like vocal inflections on this which like she sings in a way you don't expect like I found it on a lot of the lines this is on Eugene or uh, no on, on, Caroline. on Caroline like on Caroline, she'll suddenly yeah. like go up at the end of a line or mm-hmm. you know go down or whatever yeah uh, it's just like really dynamic and fun to listen to mm-hmm. I think um, yeah. I've already got this one added to my study playlist. Oh, so. really? Yeah. Okay, well, you know, if you're someone who listens to our podcast while you're studying, you're in luck. Because uh, we're going to listen to Caroline by Arlo Parks. I swear to God I try.
was Caroline by Arlo Parks. Um, we may have time to listen to another one. We'll see. Um, if we could play another one, I'd probably play Hope. Uh, I really liked that. Mm, I thought yeah. that had the most... Um, we said that Cosmo Pike described himself as, what was it, spacey, beautiful and lazy. That's a spacier song, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know about you two, but... Yeah. I mean, um, she has described herself as being spacey. She wrote yeah. in her Spotify description, feeling like that black kid who couldn't dance for shit, listening to too much emo <laughs> music and crushing on some girl in her Spanish class. I like it when artists kind of don't take themselves too seriously. Exactly. Like that, I, I mean? Yeah, I really appreciate um, that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can hear that kind of emo influence as well. It's quite a, like emotional, mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. In, you know, uh, introspective album, which I like. Um, if you if you two had another song you could play, what would it be? Oh, that's a tricky one. Did I you like we... Hope as well, or? I did like Hope. Yeah. Um, I would say. Um, I mean, Black Dog, we've talked about. Black Dog, I, yeah. I, I, I would probably play that. I do recommend having a listen to that, even if we don't play it, just mm-hmm. because it's quite interesting as the yeah. poetry in it. Um, before we do that, um, we should start comparing. What I will say is, I think both kind of have a mix of Indian R&B, but Arlo Parks leans more to R&B than um, Cosmo Pike, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. Um, yeah, I would say he's he has more of a jazzy influence yeah yeah as well yeah yeah 
a lot more instrumental. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they both are very instrumental pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely more of an uh, emphasis on lyrics in Arlo Parks. So I'm, I'm sure we can all agree there. Um, but they are both kind of like diaristic. Um, I've heard both of them describe kind of like that, uh, in that they're both quite introspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both kind of, I'd say Cosmo Park more so, but kind of have like light-hearted themes at times as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, do you have any other kind of comparisons you'd make between the two? Big differences or big similarities? I just think they are very similar. I think yeah. You can tell that they, you know, they've come from a similar place. They've mm-hmm. they've had similar ideas in the making of these albums. Um, I mean, her album is called Claps in Sunshine, yeah, and know, his yeah. top song is Chronic Sunshine. I know, I so. noticed that, yeah. Um, I reckon we can probably do another song. Um, we'll see um, if we end up kind of being cut off or whatever, but... Um, I think we should go with Hope just because now that we're doing the comparison, mm-hmm. it's one of the most similar ones. You were yeah. saying as well, Too Good is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you remember that one, that's similar as well. But just as a point of comparison, uh, it's got nice bassy instrumentals. Um, so yeah, this is Hope by Arlo Parks. To talk the pleasure back into being alive Reminiscing about the apricots and blunts on peck and rye
That was Hope by Arlo Parks. I don't know if you saw the similarity to Cosmo Pike, but I think there's definitely, you know, ways you can compare them um, in the way they do the instrumentation there. Um, yeah, I think it's time now, though, to ask the big question, Liv. Um, which one did you prefer? I mean, it's definitely a difficult one. Right. And I hate to let down Channel Orange and Channel Orange's listeners. Can't believe it. <laughs> but I do prefer The Guardian. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just more to the album. Mm-hmm. It's longer. I think there's just more variety and range. Mm-hmm. Um, I is can it, see is it bad that I agree with you? Yeah, <laughs> potentially. Well, yeah. I'm inclined to sort of agree as well. Um, I it's not there's not much separate them, and I will say, Chronic Sunshine. If you combined all the songs in the two albums, Chronic Sunshine was still my favorite. It's so good. Um, but as a whole album, I think I kind of yeah. you know. Yeah, I, uh, I think I think they're both going places though. I have to yeah. say. You know what yeah, I think? Sure. I think they should be friends, and I think they should <laughs> make music together. Yeah. And it would yeah. actually be iconic. Well, look, if Channel Orange is still going in twenty years' time, we'll do a retrospective on their career. And see, <laughs> yeah. see where they both ended mm-hmm. up. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's fair enough, Liv. Um, and I can't pretend I'm too disappointed. I'm glad that it's now like a fair fight with the Guardian. You know, um, yeah. it was getting it was getting ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh, we do have to ask if you an album to recommend though. Um, it doesn't have to be similar to these, but yeah. I don't necessarily have an album as such. Okay. But Seagirls is a band that I've been currently listening to, and I've I think I've got Maddie into it, have mm-hmm. I? Yeah. And I would recommend them. I mean, they don't have an album yet. They do. They, they do have one album, they but do. I actually prefer their singles. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We well, yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. if you want to listen to that, listen to their singles. Then, if you like that, try the album as well. Um, unfortunately, though, we're done now. Um, we run out of time. Uh, thank you for coming on, though, Liv, uh, and mm-hmm. for being our judge this week, even if you betrayed us. <laughs> um, and thank you to everyone for listening. This has been Channel Orange, listening to uh, Just Cosmo by Cosmo Pike and Collapsing Sunbeams by Arlo Parks. The score is now 7-2. Um, if you want to see us win again in thoroughly unpredictable fashion next week, mm-hmm. um, then come along. Although we have lost this week, um, so it's not so sure anymore. I mean, I'm, my confidence is shaken, to be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
But yeah, no, let's see if The Guardian can continue what could turn out to be I think we a... need to make a comeback with... Yeah, we I know, yeah, album, we need a, yeah. we need a mm-hmm. banger next week. Um, but yeah, we could see a big Guardian uh, underdog comeback <laughs> from the brink of defeat. Um, let's hope not, though. Um, if you want to keep up on our episodes or get in touch, you can follow our Instagram at Channel Orange Radio, and we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you just search Channel Orange Radio Show.